Once there was a woman who wanted to be the fastest cyclist in the world. She heard about this store located in the mountains of Colorado that built the best bicycles. They were known to be durable, sleek, and super speedy. The woman took a road trip from another state to Colorado just to see the store in person and buy a bike that would ensure she would win the Tour de France. After her long road trip, she arrived at the store. There were customers milling around the store and checking out the merchandise. There were a couple of sales clerks behind the counter chatting. When the woman went up to the counter, she said hi to the sales clerks, but they continued chatting. In fact, they ignored her. How rude. So she rang that little bell that was on the counter and dinged it a few times very loudly. Some of the other customers started to stare at her and thought she was starting to cause a scene. She ignored the other customers. Then the woman raised her voice. Can I get somebody to help me? I've traveled all the way from another state to buy a bike. Finally, a salesperson approached her and said, I'm sorry, we can't help you. We don't serve people from your state. You will use up our excellent bike and take it from our own from Colorado. The woman couldn't believe the nerve of them. She persisted. I'll take the leftover bike then. Even that bike will help me win. Eventually, the salesperson conceded to help the woman because he thought she was never going to leave the store and perhaps that maybe he should include others too. Our scripture reading from today comes from Matthew 15, 21 through 28. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Let us pray. Lord, opened our minds and hearts that we may be renewed by your words and love today. Amen. Today's passage about the encounter between Jesus and the Canaanite woman is perplexing and possibly even a disturbing one. It may even disrupt our idea of who we believe Jesus to be. This account definitely paints a picture of Jesus that does not measure up to the Jesus we read about in other scriptures. When this Canaanite woman first approaches Jesus, she cries out to him, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering from terrible demon possession. 
The woman came to Jesus desperate and in need of care for her daughter. The woman was probably poor and single, since it was usually men who pleaded for the cause of their children. Instead of responding to her, Jesus ignored her and didn't even acknowledge her. This is so different from the countless other encounters that Jesus had with other women, like the Samaritan woman at the well. He initiated the conversation with the woman and prophetically told her about her life. Jesus even offered her a drink of living water. He invited her into relationship with himself. Or the woman who interrupts Simon's dinner party to anoint Jesus' feet with expensive perfume. Though the men at the party are outraged, Jesus had compassion on her and gives her accolades for her actions. Or for the centurion who asked for healing for his paralyzed servant, Jesus immediately healed him. In stark contrast, the response from Jesus to the Canaanite woman was actually quite harsh and in some ways shocking for us, since it doesn't seem to be consistent with his other encounters. It must have been surprising and off-putting to be ignored by Jesus. This Canaanite woman undoubtedly heard of all of the healings and compassion that Jesus had for others, and that is why she brought her daughter to him. He was probably her last hope. After Jesus ignored her, the woman didn't give up. She continued crying out to Jesus, vying for his attention hoping to get healing for her daughter. The disciples were so annoyed with the woman, they asked Jesus to send her away. Jesus' response to the disciples was that he came only for the lost sheep of Israel. This did not include the Gentiles, meaning those who were not Jews. The woman heard this statement, and she knew it did not include her. In fact, she was definitely an outsider. Jews were supposed to remain separate from Gentiles. Jesus' response that he came only for the Jews did not deter the woman from addressing Jesus again. She knelt before him and cried out again, Lord, help me. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Again, Jesus reminds the woman that he came for Israel quoting this traditional Jewish proverb, which basically meant charity begins at home. It was a common derogatory term that Gentiles were considered dogs by the Jews, outsiders who had no place. At this point, I think the woman would have given up. First, Jesus didn't acknowledge her existence. Then he reminds her that she is an outsider and not worthy of bread or his kindness. But she persists, she is bold, and she uses Jesus' words to restate her case. She is even witty. She responds, even the dogs have crumbs that fall from their master's table. She recognizes Israel's privileges, but also believes that others can benefit and can be and should be included in Christ's compassion. The woman believes that even the crumbs are enough for her. At this point, Jesus commends her for her great faith and changes his mind and proceeds to heal her daughter. In some ways, the woman was demanding 
and insisting Jesus be who she thought he should be, compassionate and inclusive. I'm not sure that woman was making a broad statement that Jesus was supposed to expand his mission to the Gentiles, but she was definitely pleading for the health of her daughter. But her statement did seem to affect Jesus and maybe caused him to reevaluate his mission or rethink it, that he came for the Gentiles as well. This woman's encounter makes me rethink who Jesus was and is. In some ways, this passage seems to emphasize Jesus' humanity and divinity. Jesus was harsh, and one could say almost single-minded during this conversation. Some say Jesus was testing this woman's faith. However, why this woman, when he had often been so compassionate to other women? The woman was persistent and dogged in her account with Jesus. She really had the guts to be bold and insist that her daughter be healed. I think there's even a little bit more to the story. During this encounter, Jesus seemed to be persuaded and even affected by her response. He even changed his mind and deemed that she was worthy of at least the crumbs. He went further and commended her for her great faith. Perhaps it expanded his perspective as to why he came. It is interesting to think that Jesus can be affected by our response and that perhaps we can even affect the very heart of Jesus. This encounter suggests a relationship between Jesus and the woman of reciprocity. The woman acknowledged Jesus' power, but also maintained that she was a, worthy of approaching Jesus. She resisted being defined in terms of an outsider and confronted Jesus himself. Theologian Anne Thurston proposed that the woman's daughter is not healed because as so often the case, Jesus has compassion, but because he recognizes the rightness of her cause. In Luke 11, right before our invitation to prayer, Jesus told a parable about a man whose friend goes to him at midnight and asks him to borrow three loaves of bread because the friend had an unexpected visitor and nothing to feed them. The man says, don't bother me. The door is locked. My children are in my bed. I can't get up and give you anything. Jesus said, though the man won't get up because he is a friend, the man will get up because of the man's boldness and give him as much as he needs. Following this parable, Jesus says, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. He states that even earthly fathers know how to give good gifts, and how much more will the Father in heaven give the gift of the Holy Spirit? Notice he didn't say he promises to give you a Mercedes Benz, but something much greater, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus encourages us to be bold in our prayers and conversations with him. Anne Thurston's conclusion of this parable is so fascinating, I'd like to share it with you. She says, this is a tale of great faith, indeed, a faith which overcomes rejection, denial, silence, opposition, and which persists. In this tale, we have a woman who reflects back the image of Christ. It is as if momentarily the woman is given the lines 
which we would expect to come from the mouth of Jesus. She becomes the one whom God's reign is revealed. So what does this text mean to us today? Perhaps it means that this relationship between humanity and Jesus includes some reciprocity, that somehow this relationship is not static. Or maybe that when we approach Jesus with all that we are and all that we need, maybe it means we are called to approach God boldly. Or it means that Jesus expanded his mission and that maybe we are called to invite outsiders in too. Perhaps it's a reminder that we reflect the image of Jesus. It may encourage us to have new ways of being in our relationship with God. This encounter is full of mystery, wonder, and many interpretations. I encourage you to reread this text for yourself and listen to what the Spirit is saying to you. A question I leave with you. Do we have enough faith to believe that even the crumbs are enough? Let us pray. Jesus, thank you for your faithfulness and for your encounter with the Canaanite woman and what it means for us today. Amen.